Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark, and Hello. just like every week, I'm here with Miles. Hi, Miles. Hello. Hey. I'm also here with Jackie. Hello. Hi, Jackie. Uh, it is a very rainy evening here, so if you hear uh, well a ton of wind or rain, you think, why are they adding all those sound effects? We're not. That's just the condition we live in. We're a podcast that talks about weather and... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV anime. But we've already seen and talked about all of the JoJo TV episodes and OVAs, and even the live-action movie. And you can find all of that on anchor.fm slash jjbpod. Today, well, since we finished watching JoJo, we thought, what do we do? Do we end the podcast? And then, no, who else is going to uh, demonstrate that they want to listen to us? Certainly not each other. Yeah. So we decided to keep going and just watch animes that our listeners have been recommending to us back when we said, hey, we don't watch anime. We just watch JoJo. Stop telling us to watch stuff. Uh, We've also been watching uh, shows from the past that we were curious about, but didn't have an excuse to watch. Yeah. And this week we watched Gundam. Gundam, the O-8th MS team. It's just 8th MS team. The 8th MS team. The, the eighth Microsoft team. Gundam, the eighth MS team, a 12 episode original video anime OVA series. So this was not broadcast on TV initially. About a team of Gundam people. That's right. A team of Gundam people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that came out. I've never seen a single. This is the only thing that I've seen. You've never Gundam. seen one goddamn Gundam. I've not. I've never seen a single Gundam before this. God damn it. Um, <laughs> Before we, did you say gun damn it? No. Okay. You misheard me. I did. I oh, did say it. Okay. Uh, but before we talk about this somewhat, I, maybe maybe black sheep of a Gundam uh, show and why we watched it, we should take a stop in our mobile suit mail box. Good. Okay. Real good. Okay. Okay. Maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm getting it back. Um. This is the the part of the podcast where we read listener emails and shit all over your feelings. Oh, boy. Listeners write to us by emailing jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. This first email is from someone named Julio, and it is subjected, Kono Dioda. Hi, JJB Pod Crew. I am a new listener, and I am watching you all talk about Vento Areo. Oh, my God. I just wanted to know what your favorite JoJo, JoBro, and Stand are. P.S. My favorite JoJo is Johnny. My favorite JoBro is Yiro. And my favorite Stand is Killer Queen. Julio was here. Cool. Indeed a new listener, because we have talked about these a few times. So what's your favorite of the moment of right now today what's what do you feel in your spirit i'm gonna also say uh hmm i don't want to say it i'm gonna say i'm gonna say jotaro is my favorite jojo my favorite joe bro is probably okuyasu i like okuyasu a lot and for stand eh, probably the world i'm a classic man you know Mm. i like the 90s Miles? I like... I also like Jotaro. My favorite Jobro is the Spider-Man looking guy from part five, I think. Oh, uh, wait, Spider-Man looking guy? 
Yeah, you know the Spider-Man. Oh, guy Guido with the, with the gun shirt and the bullets. Yeah, Guido. He's Mista. my he's my Guido. Okay. He's my guy. He's. Is your stand? What is your favorite stand? His? No, I don't like his stand actually. <laughs> uh, mine might also be Killer Queen. I'm trying to think. Uh, I don't know. All right. Let's say Killer Queen for now. All right. Normally, my favorite Joe star is Young Joseph, but this time I'll say Josuke. Okay. And my favorite Joe bro, I don't know who my favorite Joe bro uh, you know normally what? is. What? Replace my Okuyasu with Polnareff. Okay. You Pol- love Paul Paul. Yeah, he's good. I don't think I like Polnareff that much. Who's that diseasey one from part five? Uh, Fugo? Mm. Yeah. Fugo, the angry guy with this fucking full of holes suit. Yes. And he's pissed. I'll say Narancha. No, I'll say Caesar. Yeah, Caesar's good. Caesar. And stand. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, Joseph's purple vine thing. Because why not? Hermit purple? Yeah, the lamest stand. But it's yeah. Hamon. It's Hamon. It's probably not the worst, but it's... Yeah, it's not It's that's, not up there. That's, that's how I feel today. Not the most powerful. I feel like I just want to um, tell the future with a TV... It does, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And it doesn't even see the future. He just and sort of, it's like remote viewing. Make some vines come out. Yeah. Spirit photography. Uh, okay. Thanks for that message. Uh, who reads the next email? I don't remember. It's either, it's either me or Miles. Okay. This email is, seems to be directed at me. Okay. Actually, it seems uh, to be directed at me now that I've opened it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I'll, I'll read it, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I think you should answer this first question. Uh, this email is from, I think, Pamela. Yep. Uh, hey there, Jackie. How are you? I'm okay. Okay, cool. Thanks for asking. I was inspired by wait, listener wait, wait. Omar's... Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Miles, what's the subject line? <laughs> oh, it's hope Miles is here today because, sir, I have questions. I appreciate the politeness of this subject line. Uh, I was inspired by listener Omar's email to Miles about his tweet. It got me wondering what you guys' first tweets were like. This journey led me to three discoveries about Miles. First, it took me too long to get the Miles' Italian joke. Egg on my face, bro. Egg on my face. It's not a joke. (laughs) Secondly, Miles has 14,200 tweets. That's, I didn't know that. That's not good. I'm going to check that out right now. Oh, That's, boy. Oh, man. Is that true? That can't be. No. Where do I see how many tweets I have? Uh, if you just go to your public page. I'm opening it now. Drum roll, please. It doesn't say. Um. Oh, yeah, it doesn't say. Huh. Okay. Maybe on the mobile app it does. I'll find you. Okay, cool. I think maybe on the website it tells you. No. It just says, uh, oh, no, it does. It does up above your banner. It says 14.2 thousand tweets. I oh see it. Oh, my God. It's very I have, tiny. I have 4,000. Mm. I don't tweet a lot. I, I just retweet. <laughs> and I like. I like a lot. I'm not a player. I, I just tweet a lot. Yeah, for real. I could have just written a, a book. Yeah. Think about that. Bro, why do you have so much to say? Since 2012, that average is about 1,750 a year and what, five a day? <laughs> 
Uh, don't cross-check my math on that. I won't. Okay, now that I do the calculations, it's actually not that bad. It's still a lot, though. I'll, in my, I'll answer that later. Third, Miles is verified. Are you friends with JLo? Have Jackie and Mark been podcasting with a celebrity? Are we even worthy of you? No. All of this is a joke, by the way. Don't take me seriously. I never found out any of your first tweets because I was discouraged by Miles' Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, That's it's a good. lot of scrolling. Scrolling to the first tweet would be a lot of finger action. LOL. My thumb would probably cramp up. I love you guys a lot, but not that much. P.S. I'm horny for Fleetwood Mac. Do you guys like them? Yes. Also, I'm done asking Mark with a K to do voice impression before he actually starts to hate me. P.S. I've been watching One Piece since I was 10. I am 21 now and there is no end in sight. I would never put you through that. P.P.S. I want basketball and home improvement content. Okay. (laughs) Okay, that's good. That's one. Um, Why do I have so many tweets? I've had Twitter... I had to tweet for my job for a long time. And... Miles is a writer. Then after that, I commuted and I would get trapped a lot and just out of boredom just tweet. Um, and I'm verified because I was a newspaper reporter and they verified everyone on staff. That's, That's like the awesome. boring real reason. Um, I like Fleetwood Mac. Do you guys like Fleetwood Mac? Yeah. I feel like I would. I like Stevie Nicks, yeah, but I haven't really listened to Fleetwood Mac. I think you like Fleetwood I've, Mac. I, I, I have not, I could not name a single song from them right now, but I just, Vibes I get from C V Nicks and her voice, I feel like I would like well, Fleetwood Mac. Do you know that, that that popular TikTok that happened recently with the no. Hispanic guy on the skateboard and he's filming himself? Oh yes. And then he That's just not that singing. recent. I saw that like four months ago. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so slow to follow dog four twenty dog phase two oh eight, I think is his handle. <laughs> he's singing the song Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. While skating and holding like a ocean spray cranberry juice or something. Okay. Um, so he doesn't get UTIs, bro. I mm. I don't know if that's a thing men need to do, but it's a thing everyone needs to do, Mark. Everybody has a urinary tract. Yeah. Mark. Tract. Tract. Do you do you not have a urinary tract, Mark? I does it just dribble out of your mouth? <laughs> Why does it dribble? <laughs> Why out of the mouth? <laughs> I think I, I have a cloaca. I think if you said butt, it would have been funnier and more childish. Yes. <laughs> it's awful. No, you don't have to be. Why, why are we going to talk about this? Never mind. People, I don't know. People overestimate how much you need to be hydrated and go to the bathroom. Hey, thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Piss Cast. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Pamela, I wouldn't hate you, but I do sometimes just stop and go like, oh, I don't know how to say this. I don't want to do this. It's impression. Yeah, I don't like doing impressions because I'm bad at them, and I oh I feel like I can't do it without sounding like I'm making fun of someone, and I don't like making fun of people. I do. It's mean. I like doing impressions, but usually when they're bad, or I think of them because it upsets someone else because they're bad. Mm. You know. Um. What are you guys' first tweets? I don't know. I'm on my second account. Um. I don't know what my first tweet was, but it probably sucks. <laughs> I don't know. I got Twitter. I I feel like at some point I must have deleted my old tweets. I hope I did. But I got Twitter when I was in college. So there's probably some whatever dumb college tweets. I don't know about what. Maybe Beyonce. Like something like not controversial. Uh, And also while I I, I probably probably I don't tweet that much. So it's a lot of retweets and stuff. A lot of retweets. I tweet a lot. The funny thing is I don't tweet about my job at all anymore. I just tweet about like basketball. 
Um, you missed the question. She asks, are you friends with JLo, Miles? No, I wish. <laughs> We've talked about JLo on this podcast before. I think yeah. we have, yeah. About yep. your way of pronouncing it with an Australian accent. Oh, yeah. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> there you go. Perfect impression. That's the only accent I can do, and I can only say that word in it. Jennifer <laughs> Lopez. Uh, I, I'm also on my second Twitter account. I got, I had a Twitter account in college, uh, in which I would describe, uh, every single bowel movement I had. Mm. Oh yeah. I think it's still out there. I don't remember what the handle is anymore. So if you can find it, Pamela, let me know. Yeah. (laughs) All right. There, there's probably a website that you type in a twitter handle there's probably a website where you type in a twitter handle oh, and no. you can find their first tweet most embarrassing tweet.com or something <laughs> find someone's first tweet ah you do advanced advanced search under date select start and end date uh and just make the i guess make it the first week that they tweeted or whatever what do we got here another epic iliad from talia oh i have to read do you it's my turn to read oh this is an epic iliad from no it's not that long uh from talia uh the subject line is fleegan shime floofers flugen boopers boopers uh someone who wrote in mentioned high school of the dead and compared it to softcore porn which isn't technically wrong but there is some substance in it particularly if you like zombie films for example it uses the instrumental song in the house in the heartbeat in a heartbeat at the end of the first episode the same song is used in 28 days later i've only seen like a few episodes though so i can't really say much also still listening to your akudama drive episode i really like this anime i want it to be a 26 episode anime that way it can eventually delve into these characters and explain why they are the way they are because it doesn't really go deep into characterization in the first three episodes also the world seems to be well thought out and i enjoy it also the main girl looks like stalking from panty and stocking with garter belt also i don't know what that is also it's an anime okay also if Pansy and Stalking is not on your alleged anime list, then I'm suggesting it. Postscript. One of my fave lines from The Simpsons is Homer saying, pornography. I was buying pornography. Uh, Mostly it's just how the voice actor delivers that line and makes it hilarious. Maybe one of you can do it better because I don't know. I don't know this line. I don't know either. Also, I saw... Also, I saw a clip. You got to send a video. (laughs) Also, I saw a clip from the Simpsons porno recently, and I wish I could bleach my eyes out. You can't bleach your eye, and that's not going to erase the memories, so don't do it. It'll probably shift your your brain's priorities. Yeah. You'll forget about the bad porn you watch. You should bleach your brain instead. Yeah. (laughs) Just don't drink it. That's unsafe. You know? I've been scrolling this whole time through my account, and I don't even have that many tweets, and yet... I have not it, hit the it's bottom. It's going to take a long time to find your first tweet. Yeah. Scholars maintain that carbon dating is not accurate enough to find my first tweet. Uh, just scrolling. I have I I have the best retweets. That's that's what I say. I'm not necessarily good at tweeting myself, but just see a, a retweet I did of fanfiction TXT that says, everyone shut the fuck up, screamed Davy the chameleon. 
The hero of Chameleon Twist had just used his uber-long tongue to slap the floor hard. Great. That's something that I liked and still do. My number one retweet guy is Mark. Yeah. (laughs) I got the plug. Uh, This email is called Tears of Sadness and Joy. That's from Martin. That's tears like, not, not tears like tears of a cake. Yeah. Or just ranks. It's tears like crying. Mm-hmm. Hi-o. Recently been doing anything but studying something about reading 40 plus pages of old philosophy texts. Just doesn't this seem This is appealing. from Martin. Did you say right. that? I did. Oh, and then you God. were focusing too hard on your tears joke. <laughs> or your tears expl- explanation that you, you didn't even really think out that well before you started talking. Anyway, Martin continues. The channel Unus Anus has ended, and what a ride. 365 episodes, 4.5 million subscribers, and ending on Friday the 13th with a 12-hour life celebration live stream. It was a hell... Huh. It was an hell of a journey. You know, I was going to say that's an interesting typo, but I know that you are supposed to say an historic event. Hmm. Why? But I know Martin's not a native English speaker. I don't think you... I think that's incorrect and historic event yeah i think people who do that are wrong i think I've, news anchors have done it why jackie's d- already frowning why do you do that i don't understand is it like you're supposed to like the article is for the word event and not for the word historic i don't know uh, right because you would say an an event not a event i just think it's correct to say a historic I don't know. I don't know why people, why, I don't know where an historic comes from. Well, in 1869, The H is silent. It's historic. (laughs) An historic, uh, in 1869, they used it just as much as an historic, a historic and historic. And then I think we dropped it because we were like, you sound stupid. Oh, is it, it, is it like a Cockney thing? Like historic? Yeah. An historic event. See, these are these impressions. Hmm. (laughs) So you can't get these on command. You have to wait for our stupid, uh, <laughs> stupid, uh, not quite irony drive to kick in. Um, bah, 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 bah. Okay, Martin moves on about this YouTube channel that we did not watch and can no longer watch because apparently this was a once a day YouTube channel that after a year, they just deleted everything. So you were there or you were there or you were not there. Um, it was a hell of a journey or an hell of a journey. And it actually saved me from some really dark times. From this year, I've learned how to really accept the limited time we all have. But God damn it, I still cried tears at the end. But going forward, I'm putting passion in the forefront of priorities alongside studies and relationships. Woo. I have so many stories to tell, and I would want to make one story real before my time is up. And who knows when that could happen. I'm rooting for you, Martin. Yeah, don't write 14,000 tweets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't, weren't a Do lot something of your, with your life. <laughs> weren't a lot of your tweets like really sad too? Like man stabbed again mm-hmm. in such and such. Uh, was it, Yeah. Maybe was a lot of it like just talking about the stories you're writing and stuff. Yeah, it was probably even more banal than that. Just like I'm at a fire. The house is on fire. <laughs> Two hours later, it's still on fire. Hopefully mm. they're not all dead. <laughs> I just remember you telling me that when you were a reporter, you were at some city hall or some city building. And you're right outside on the sidewalk and you could tell the security guard was like, wanted to say something to you. And he came up to you and was like, hey, could you just move down? Like, could you just get 
off the front of the building and you just were like instantly like oh i'm on this public sidewalk like <laughs> you just were immediately ready to be like yeah the the letter of the law is that i can be here buddy i get very mad when people tell me to be to not be where i'm allowed to be mm. yeah i like it miles do you miss being a journalist uh i miss like driving around as part of my job mm. it is nice i did that for some census stuff. I didn't really drive. I commuted around. And uh, for AutoZone, when I was delivering parts to other AutoZones in Pennsylvania, I did that for a very short time, but it was nice. You pick up different radio stations. Mm-hmm. You get to eat at different places. Mm-hmm. That's what we like. Like I've tried, I, I think I've been at like a million different delis in Northern New Jersey. And I like that I've done that. Yeah. Those are the best places. Um, anyway, this email is still going, so I should get back to it. It's time for my new bi-weekly candy report from someone that isn't in that isn't from the U.S. I recently bought a Reese's cup or whatever its name was from the abroad section in my store. Wow! What are they in Finland? They just have like a foreign candy section. We have what? we have like foreign. We have no. uh, international sections of our supermarket and stuff. I but guess so. I guess that's ca- true. Oh yeah, that's true. But they don't have like although Kinder eggs are back in the U.S. That used okay. to be like a thing that was like everyone in Europe has it and we don't. But more on that in a second, actually, because this email mentions something that is also not very common here. We had them for a short time in the U.S., I remember. Kinder eggs? They were called Wonder Balls. <laughs> they're, well, they're back now as Kinder eggs. <laughs> okay. Because they decided it's okay Wonder for children balls. to choke on shit. Uh, anyway, in regards to that Reese's Cup, Martin says uh, that it exceeded... My expectations, though my expectations were pretty low to begin with, I came out saying, "Hi, it was fine. Not really anything sticking out. From a few episodes ago, I remember Jackie saying Milky Way was one of her favorite (laughs) chocolate bars, and I can agree that Milky Way is indeed pretty good. Yes. Though I'm more of a Mars guy, Milky Way is at least second place. Snickers, I don't really like that much, mostly for the peanuts in them. Mm -hmm. Like, just eat some peanuts instead and don't put them near any chocolate yeah man no twix is also i eat but i think crunchy things are unpleasant to eat mm. that's a dumb opinion I that's li- crazy i like martin i'm with martin i don't really like reese's but otherwise i think we're we have similar candy tastes because i don't really like twix either um anyway uh p.s is there any other candy you would want opinions on no guarantee specifically i could find it here but i can at least try pps yes feeling pretty horny Nice. Miles, go, dude. Miles, what Three candies? Musketeers, please. Tell me about... Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Ugh, so boring. I like Three Musketeers. So Martin mentions a Mars bar, which we barely have here in the United States, believe it or mm-hmm. not. Despite Mars owning M&Ms and Twix and... Aren't they based in New Jersey, the Mars Candy Company? They might be. Um, and, and I looked up what a Mars bar is, and it pretty much is a Milky Way. Some people mm. said, they're like, oh, that's just the European name. But A, I've seen it in stores. And B, I mean, Martin here is comparing He's, the he two. He says he prefers it. I haven't had it. I don't think I've so, had Mars. I don't yeah. think I have either. I think that's another one where we just didn't have it. They discontinued mm. it for decades. And then they were like, I don't know. What if foreign people live in the United States? Mm. Um, well, uh, m- uh, Martin could try um, some fruity ones like Starburst, Skittles, and, Twi- and Twizzlers. Oh, yeah. Have a strawberry Twizzler, the red Twizzlers. Yeah. Don't get red vines. No. that I've never had a red vine. Why don't you like them? Red vines are like, what if we took Twizzlers and made them taste like, I don't know, like leather? It's just, it's just not good. Okay. 
You eat it and you're like, this isn't supposed to be food. It's very bad. Gotcha. Okay. But Twizzlers, like strawberry, I could eat a lot of those. I don't like them that much. I like yeah. them yeah, in small like doses. Although I have found if you have like an empty stomach and you just eat Twizzlers. They probably make you sick. You don't feel good. Yeah. I've done that at the movies several times because mm-hmm. they only sell them in like, you know, bricks. <laughs> like those fucking giant <laughs> family size containers. Yeah. Because you're uh, supposed to share them, but instead you eat them all. <laughs> you're supposed to share those? That's yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I always do, but then I'm just like, oh no, they're gone. I ate them. Uh, yes, I, I think I'll second that uh, if you can find the red Twizzlers and you aren't familiar with those, that would be a good move. Martin, can you send us a picture of your foreign candy section? I want to know what, what they have there, what it looks like. Yeah, that would be cool. And then we can pick something. That, yeah. And then we'll go to our store and we'll try reindeer in the Finland Isle. There's no reindeer. You can't just buy reindeer. <laughs> I ate reindeer. We did eat reindeer when we went to Finland. Did you eat the reindeer? I don't remember. I, I must have tried it. I did. I feel like you'd remember reindeer. I try No, I, I think, yeah, I tried it. When I was chewing it, I heard sleigh bells. No. Anyway. Like the band? Sleigh bells? Yeah. That's a band? Yeah. Whatever. I don't know what weird indie <laughs> sad hip <laughs> music you listen to. They're popular. Okay. They're so popular I've heard of them. Look, I nobody should judge whether someone is popular based on whether you've heard of them. I I'm saying that you're no, that they should. Because <laughs> I know about a lot of things, but not even that much. So if I haven't heard of them, uh miles you're gonna read the last email uh it's from our dear dear friend chad uh who says in the subject line technically gundams aren't robots they're very bulky outerwear Hmm. interesting aloha jjb pod uh in case anyone was wondering i only got a chance to watch the first episode of mobile suit gundam the eighth ms team before writing this this was the first time i've watched a main timeline gundam property I don't understand that. So thank you to whoever ponied up the $15 to make you all watch it. Nobody did. It was my recommendation. Miles did. Because I was already watching it. I knew For those that didn't know, the canon Gundam shows all follow the Universal Century timeline, while non-canon shows use their own timelines like After Colony for Gundam Wing or Future Century for G Gundam, the other Gundam shows I've watched. I usually attribute the mainline shows of being very military-oriented, which never attracted me as an anime fan, but I enjoy checking out 8th MS Team. 8th MS Team is definitely a 90s-era OVA anime from opening to ending and all the tropes in between. I noticed they even snuck in some boobies during the end credits and the next episode preview, probably to entice the original viewers to buy the next episode. Original Japanese price per single episode VHS of 4,880 yen. Chad's got all the research. I love this guy. I'm curious, have any of you ever built a Gundam plastic model before? Yes, I have. If you haven't, I recommend trying to at least once. The kits traditionally don't require any glue or paint, and once you've, you're done, you essentially have a highly articulated action figure. Not counting anything you've watched for the podcast, what, if any, giant robot anime have you seen before? Keep up the great work and stay safe. Mahalo, Chad. Uh, since you don't normally mention anything related to the Twitter account, I'd just like to recommend anyone who isn't following the JJB pod account already to do so. 
Then while you're checking it out, hopefully you'll enjoy the extremely stupid video I edited and shared there. Yes, Yay. thank you for the video, Chad. I loved it. Thanks, Chad. It was funny. Yeah, that was great. And I uh, I crave content. I like when people make things of us. It makes me happy. User-generated content. Yeah. I love it. We don't have to do as much work. Bless you, Mark. Bless you. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Keep that in, baby. I have built a Gundam plastic model before. Oh, a Plamo? Yeah, I think I was in, well, Chad says Gunpla. Oh, shit. I just know that, like, the generic term is Pramo, like, plastic model. But, yeah, maybe that Gundam has some specific shit. I'm pretty sure it was the the main Gundam from Gundam Wing. I th- and I bought it in the Philippines. Ah. So I must have been in, like, eighth grade or something. Cool. I have seen, uh, obviously, Evangelion. Um, and I think I started Razephon, maybe. It was one of those animes, I have a few of those, where I bought like the first DVD when that was the way you'd watch anime. You know, I could pirate as well, but the quality sucked. Um, I think I watched the first DVD and was like, eh, okay. And I think it just like the last episode of the DVD, it's like the first, they discover the first big robot and everyone's like, wow. And then I just never watched the show. So like, I don't know what is amazing about it or what the fate of that robot is or whatever cool weird name though rocks fun oh and i've seen uh macross plus the ova movie that is loosely based on it's like sort of a spin-off of macross which is a very old anime as i understand it we call it robotech in the united states i believe um i don't know if it came before gundam or not but Macross Plus is uh, very cool and has a beautiful soundtrack by Yoko Kano, who did Cowboy Bebop as well. Yeah. Um, I've only seen Evangelion and anime for anime that I was required to watch uh, in order to participate in this podcast. Um, I've also, these are not anime, but I feel like they should count Power Rangers, VR Troopers, um, and uh, Beetleborgs. <laughs> Beetleborgs. Yeah, those are more like... Um, they are giant robots, but they're live-action giant robots. Oh, what's they're the... They're more tokusatsu. What, what, what was the giant robot movie the that came Pacific out? Pacific Rim? Pacific Rim. Those are still all what you might call... I mean, I guess they are giant robot, but they're also, I think, tokusats. I think. What does that mean? That's like Godzilla movies, like big guys in suits pretending to be giant things hitting each other in a city. Wait, so then what's giant robots? They're like kids getting in a robot? Well, I think anime is like the mecha giant robot. But what makes it different? I guess it's, is if, if it's live action, it's Tetsu. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking of Kaiju. Okay. Kaiju is where it's like Godzilla and stuff hitting each other. And then there's something something for like Ultraman and Kamen Rider. It's like where they yell Henshin and they transform, which Power Rangers is as well. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you could say you've seen giant robot shows, but I don't know. I feel like the live action stuff to save money, a lot of it's on the ground. And then they just have a few robot sequences that are cool. They always usually end with a big robot fight, though. Yeah. I mean, where do you go from there? You know, <laughs> you can't have a big robot fight in the middle. Then you're like, all right, what else? Um, I think Powerpuff Girls also has uh, giant robots. Really? Yeah. Mm. Not all the time, but sometimes. I think or, or, or more like a Godzilla kind of thing that they fight. 
I think the show Full House had some giant robots at one point. That's not true. I don't think that's true. Oh. Are they bringing Powerpuff Girls back, by the way? I think they did. Oh. I think they did it. Did they do it in a bad way or a good way? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Western animation, we I've never about followed up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think big robots isn't my, that's not my thing. I like people. I like people Damn. that look like people, not people that look like boxes. What about <laughs> what about when the robots are metaphors for people? For what though? What's the metaphor? Like feelings. When you're you know when you're out of gas? No, I don't like those feelings about gas and cars and vehicles <sighs> and freedom. Well, whatever. Freedom. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like cars are a symbol of freedom for many uh young adults. Oh yeah. I mean, Which I it's not, not just a symbol. I mean, it's it's freedom, baby. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, oh. Give me a fucking bus ticket, man. I'll, I'll go all <laughs> over the place. Wow. Jackie feels That's free right. on public transportation. Yeah, man. Transit forever. They did do the Powerpuff Girls in 2016. A oh, Cartoon wow. Network original. Uh, and it was seen as racist. No, I'm just kidding. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't think. Oh, actually, there is a controversy section. I'm not going to read it. Anyway. Cool, 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 cool. Any other questions from Chad there? Uh, I've never built a plastic model thing. Never done it. I also, I don't know how you get into that. How do you, how did you get into it, Miles? Uh, I don't know. I was a kid. There's a lot of malls in the Philippines and I bought it. Oh, you just bought, you just saw it and you were like, I want it. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I think my cousin who's like big into anime was big into it so i was like oh i want to do that too cool 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 and i brought it back to the united states of america and i built it and it was fine well nice glad to know that you treasured it and you still have it today it's uh i have no idea where it is okay um thanks for writing <laughs> and then again maybe one day your son will make a gundam yeah, yeah that'd be weird <laughs> we'll watch uh get him to watch iron-blooded orphans or something more modern and he can build a more modern Gundam. They, we probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Again, these were emails sent to us uh, via our email, jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, which is at jjbpod. And if you want to support the show, you can uh, support us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash jjbpod. Uh, support starts at $1, which is enough to help us out, believe it or not. We also have a three dollar tier, but I will three dollar tier. That's T I E R, like you know the layers of a cake, not the liquid in your face. Right, not that's a way to describe it. Not the salty fluid that uh, leaks out when you're sad. Um, so for the three dollar tiers, I will say thank you too. I'm gonna try to remix it a bit here. Celeste, Caden, Tim, Austin, Michael, Tyler, Kevin, Martin, and Chad. You make this show fun. You should find a way to randomize the order. Thank yeah. you. Uh, we also have a special tier that Chad alluded to earlier, uh, which is for 15 bucks, we'll watch the show you want us to watch. Um, so yeah, people have had us watch a lot of different shows that are surprisingly good. We would have never thought of, and they just get to hear three uh idiots talk about something they like and and often we're not enthusiastic but sometimes we are so roll the dice people give us money 
Uh, let's see if your taste is the same as our taste. It's like a gamble. That's what you're doing with your with your fifteen dollars. It is. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Get some water. Okay, we are back. What is giant robots? This episode will be a uh, month by month complete historic no contextual explanation of the genre uh it's historical what genre the mecca no i'm out i'm out i quit how world war ii uh played a part in the hearts and just kidding we're just going to talk about gundam uh yeah so we watched gundam the eighth ms team which is an ova that came out in 95 96 which was during or right after gundam wing which mm. is our generation probably's most popular Gundam or maybe a lot of people's intro to the mech genre who weren't super depressed and watch Evangelion. Um, yeah, Miles, uh, how did you start watching this this show, MS Team, and, and why did you watch it? Um, I was watching... Okay, so part of my mission is been try to try to find like a long running show like something that will never end like i'll never run out of stuff to watch Mm. so my initial solution to that was to watch star trek the next generation but for some reason i was like i wonder if there's like an anime version of this that doesn't suck Uh, Uh, you gotta watch Um, like yamato or something yeah so i was but i was led to like to gundam i was like i should pick a gundam series that's good and the ones that were available to me were on hulu so I tried to watch Gundam Wing and I hated it. Like I watched one episode and I think all of the characters were uh, incredibly unappealing and stupid. Okay. Um, and then I asked around and people recommended Eighth MS Team to me and I liked it much much better. Oh. So I've, I'm like I think I'm I don't know how many episodes in, like maybe halfway done. Wow. Wowie. That means it's gonna end though. I know. So I didn't end up solving the problem that i set out to solve mm. so apparently this th- oh right right because this is only 12 episodes right yeah mm. i guess i'll just go back to star trek yeah uh, i was gonna say though um watching watching this show d- did remind me of star trek a little bit parts of it do mm. mm-hmm. um miles i will say if you watch next generation you can kind of skip to season three um or even later and you I've could, pushed through to season three. I think I'm on season three or four already. Okay. Also, we started, we didn't really get far into it, but we watched a bunch of Deep Space Nine and... I'm liking it. Deep Space Nine is better because they already had all of the practice and stuff of Next Generation. It doesn't have Picard. I like Cisco, mm-hmm. but I also, you know, grew up watching Picard, so it's a little Picard bit Picard is fantastic. But Ben Cisco is good too. He's like, he's a little bit sassier. He's a little bit more direct and that's a stupid adjective yeah. to use but uh he's just not as i don't know i like him yeah he's more relatable he's, to me than, than picard i think mm. um yeah but it's got some of your faves are in there too okay uh, okay um yeah so this is apparently as, as chad was explaining the different timelines of of gundam this um ms team anime takes place one month after the beginning of the original gundam series from 1979 which, by the way, means it did come before Macross or Macross, however you say it. I think Macross is a sport you play with nets on sticks because uh, they came out in the mid-80s. But it looks like the first super robot genre, big fat robot, was in 1972, Mazinger Z, 
or Mazinger Z, uh, had the revolutionary idea to have a mecha that people could control like a car. Hmm. He thought of that while waiting to, the guy, Gonagai, thought of that while uh, waiting to cross a busy street. Hmm. He was like, well, what if I just had a robot car that could fly? Uh, for Western audiences who really don't know big mecha genre, think of Transformers. Although mm. there's kind of a dividing line between um, pilotable mechs, which is what we're talking about here, and sentient mech robots mm. like the Transformers. I don't think they'd want you inside them. They'd be like, get the fuck out of here. True. I'm my own person <laughs> here. Uh, what is it called in Japan? Transformers. Is it just called Transformers? Probably. Yeah, probably just written in awkward uh, katakana or something. Yeah, so Gundam came out in 79, and then this is, is... So this is almost like a side story kind of concept, it seems to me. And yeah, I believe that Wing was aimed a little bit more at, at younger kids. Um, and MS Team is... I don't know if it's a return to, but it is, it's more of an approach to a uh, slightly older demographic. Um, not just because of all the titties that uh, <sighs> are in it there's, in the first episode. There's not that many titties there's, are there there's a there's i mean there's bare breasts in the episode preview at the end and mm-hmm. the credit sequence has a slightly censored uh like playboy spread like double wide page um okay the end credits are really cool not yeah, just for that i i thought it was creative creative end credits i like the opening song it reminds me of which 80s song was it mark do you remember uh i don't know you said it and i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> I got a new attitude. That song. Yeah. Oh, I kind of know it. Wow. I got a new attitude. Wow, that must be obscure. That it's song. Not, it's not obscure. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Um, it's Patty LaBelle, New Attitude. Yeah, Mark. Oh, Patty LaBelle. <laughs> Look out for it in my newsletter, folks. Yes. Patty LaBelle, it. famous non controversial figure, non controversial family. Let's, no politics about patty labelle right there's now. nothing political about the <laughs> hilarious journey of dan purdy or whatever the fuck his name is i'm not familiar with this but i'll put it in our newsletter for patreon dan subscribers. Purdy. <laughs> yeah what a what a great one um yeah it, it has a very like it's always incredible when you watch something from the mid 90s you look at it and you're like this wasn't the 80s like everything feels older than it should be and just the guitar tone in this it's just that sort of very clean electric guitar sound, but with a ton of reverb. It's the same kind of electric guitar I associate with like bachata music. Um, okay. It's a good looking show though. But, uh, oh yeah, I mean, I wrote down that this is, so this is Sunrise, who I believe also did Cowboy Bebop um, and a lot of other um, anime that you know from the 90s and 2000s before they change name or whatever. Um, they're amazing on showing like weathered metal, you know, like when they show you, when they show like imprinted words on like metal and the rough textures, just that like that kind of glare that comes off, like the shininess that they show. Uh, like you're looking at like a beveled, bezeled, beveled metal surface and you can see like the reflection, uh, the shine coming off the edges of it. They they really nail that that texture look. Um, so I, I was a big fan of that. And in general, yeah, I think the show looks really good. Uh, oh, the other thing I was going to mention about why I was interested in Gundam is because I've heard that the show, like, that most of the series are, like, very anti-war. Oh. Um, so I was interested in, like, seeing how they portrayed that message. Yeah. 
Well, maybe maybe not. Maybe some of them are. Maybe some of them aren't. Yeah. Yeah, it says that somebody... It's, <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam, the 79 anime, was a complex space saga that was called the Star Wars of Japan. Ooh. No citation that I can see and featured more realistic, gritty technology. I guess as compared to Mazinger or something like that. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, this is my first exposure to Gundam as well. I feel like people would talk about Gundam Wing and then I just looked at it as a kid and was like, I don't care. I don't like it. Not interested. Um, but uh, I enjoyed this. and I get the impression that this is v- pretty different from... You know, because it's not about... This isn't so much about the robots, but a, more about like the... Like the nitty gritty of the actual conflict. It gets like down into the dirt. Yeah. Why are they fighting? Uh, that I don't really get. I don't. So I have quite, these are my questions for you, Miles. Why are they fighting? Who put this kid in charge? Yeah, uh, he shouldn't be leading. Those are my main questions. But like, I, cause I, I think, I think I would enjoy this show. I didn't love, I didn't really, I, one, it's not my genre, but also I would have probably gotten more into it if I cared about the conflict at all. Um, but also I who put this kid in charge? I think the conflict is just like, I think it's the colonies of space. Somebody's going to like write an email going like, you don't know what you're talking about. Cause I don't really know what I'm talking about. I think it's like the colonies of earth versus earth. And maybe that's totally wrong. I have no idea. <laughs> okay, here we go for the mobile suit Gundam overall set in a fictional universe, the universal century year 0079 weird coincidence. The principality of Zeon has declared independence from the earth federation and subsequently launched a war of independence called the one year war. The conflict has directly affected every continent on Earth, also nearly every space colony and lunar settlement. Wait, who's who's fighting for independence? Zeon, the principality of Zeon. So it's just some other space? It's humans. It's humans. You okay. weren't listening at all. I was listening. Okay. Well, it's just some people on Earth were like, we're Zeons and fuck you. Okay. We're out. Got it. And that, that's who they're calling the Zeeks, I believe. It's like a nickname maybe or a slur. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a tactical upper hand because they have the mobile suits, which the rest of Earth doesn't somehow. Uh, half of humanity dies in the one year war. Uh, and then there's like a stalemate attrition war for eight months. Uh, and there, and the story begins on a new Federation warship called the White Base. Um, yeah. And then a lot of other words. It sounds like the Zeeks are the good guys if they want to be independent. Why, why don't they just let them be independent? Um, why do you think that they're the good guys? I don't know. Well, why do they want to be independent? Uh, well, we know that first of all, they subsequently launched a war of independence. Um, so they started the war. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. Like, what does it mean if you're independent from earth? Mm. Does that mean that you're just like an extremist thing where you're like, no one's allowed in here. And you're like, well, you're a, you, you were already countries. You could just be separated. Mm. And they were like, fuck you. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Were they going to take everyone else's resources or something? I don't know. I don't know. What does it mean to be independent? I didn't have these questions. I was just like, okay, I get it. These two guys are fighting. Well, I mean, I, I had questions like, are the Zeeks humans or not? Like, I didn't know what they were going to be like. So when they open it up and there's like a babe in her red suit, I was like, would, is she like a monkey besides this? What is, what else is happening? And then she just seemed like a fancy lady. Yeah. Everyone in this show, a lot of the people in this show seem like fancy lads and fancy lasses. No, some of them are fancy and some of them are like down to earth 
like Gritty. mechanical mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> Real salt, salt of the earth. The Zeeks, especially the lady and her brother, seem fancy, very aristocratic. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they are the bad guys. <laughs> they also might seem incestuous. I'm just going to put that out there. Mark, how, yeah, come, she wants- how come you always think people are fucking? When we watch these animes, you're always like, they're fucking. And I'm like, if, what? If the characters aren't fucking, then the author is lazy and missing opportunities. No, she wants to fuck Shiro. Yeah, man. She does, but that's because she's aware of how wrong it is that she and her brother are in an intimate relationship. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is, okay. This is me driving home the, the fact that I think incest is wrong. I just want everyone to know that. All right, Mark. Anyway... Miles, why, who put this kid in charge? Um, I don't know who put the kid in charge, but I feel like it's kind of like it may be common in anime to have like young dudes running shit that maybe they shouldn't be so that the young dudes who are watching feel like they have something to hold on to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's. But I want someone to explain it because it's like there's there's people who are older and more experienced and probably have been doing this shit for years and now you have... You're taking orders from this, like... How old is he? From this kid. I don't... I don't know. It is weird. He it does doesn't s- feel like they, they explain because when he's like in the first episode, like, I can go out there and help and I'll, you know, I'll just drive in that stupid ball robot. Does that get him promoted or was he already getting promoted... Yeah, I was surprised too because in the first episode, it doesn't seem like he's going to be the one who's in charge. He just seems like one of the gang. Um, so I think it maybe it's meant to be surprising that he is actually the commanding officer in the end. Yeah, especially because like he did good, but he doesn't strike me as a leader. He seems like a kind of rogue Mm-hmm. guy um we should probably summarize what the events of the show were but before that i finally located a list of all of the gundam anime um boy there's more than i wanted to bite off here i'll just go on the tv series there's mobile suit gundam then mobile suit zeta gundam so the first one's 43 episodes that's 50 another 50 pretty much mobile suit gundam zz or probably zz then those are compilations you've got mobile suit victory gundam mobile fighter g gundam mobile suit gundam wing mobile suit gundam the eighth ms team after war gundam x uh turn a gundam turn into what (laughs) mobile suit gundam seed in all caps superior defender gundam force mobile suit gundam seed destiny and what else? Mobile Suit Gundam 00 or Double Ought. I don't know how they say that. Uh, fucking SD Gundam Sangokuden Brave Battle Warriors. If you needed more words in your TV series title, Mobile Suit Gundam Age or Age. I don't know. Uh, Gundam Build Fighters. Mobile Suit Gundam San. Wait. Gundam, wait, Gundam Reconquista? Reconquista in G. Great, I'm glad they give me the key of the anime. Gundam Build Fighters Try. Gundam's Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin, Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. That's a chunky one. That's one Felix has recommended. Friend of the pod. Um, what are the other TV series ones? Gundam Build Divers. And then there's a lot of other ones I skipped that are like OVAs or compilation series whatever the fuck that means and movies there are a ton 
of Gundam uh, animated works. They have multiple timelines. There's one here that's in Anno Domini. So that's our timeline, but 300 years in the future? What? Seems like a lot to get into. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the show is pretty good. And I won't. It starts out in space and uh, people are floating and you can get the... Yeah, they don't really stop and say, in the year, whatever the fuck. No, actually, it starts out on the ground. You see the people on the ground first and then you see the boy in space and stuff. Oh, like the team though? Like the... You see like... The FMS team? I guess that's who they are. Um, you see Karen and Sanders, you kind of like just see them. They're like, I don't know what they're doing. They're like marching and fixing machines and stuff, um, on the ground. And then you see, um, what I have in my notes as, uh, fancy lads on a plane. And there are like the two young boys excited to go to, uh, be part of whatever this is. (laughs) Yeah, they seem like new young cadets, except then, again, at the end of the first episode, one is leader of a squad. Yeah, the redhead boy, I don't know what his name is. Not he, BB. He's always writing he's someone writing, named BB. Yes, that's what I wrote down. He's writing to someone named BB. We don't know who. Uh, we learned that it's uh, the Zeeks versus the Feds. Um, right. So these boys are part of the Feds. Uh, I mean, yeah, the Feds and the the ms team is all the feds um zeke's are who they're fighting um that is what happens that's what it's about (laughs) they're out there fighting the zeke's we don't know why and there's one one of the pilots of the feds named is it sanders who gets lost out there he gets trapped out there with no ammo um and that's when our hero shiro is like Hiroshiro. Hiroshiro is like, oh, I can save them. I can just, I have a, a, an idea or whatever. And he's like, I can go take them out in the ball robot. And for some reason, someone's like, all right, well, let's let this child use a shitty fucking <laughs> robot ball to go out there. And he does basically the thing they do in the second Star Wars movie where you wrap your tow cable around a robot till it, it gets fucked up. Uh, so he rescues this this guy that later is called the team killer because he once took out a team of Zeke's on his own. He rescues him and that guy's like, this kid's crazy, but I like him and he leaves. And then the kid is... No, he's, what? He's called the team killer because everyone on his teams ends up dying after his third mission with him. Wait, really? Yeah, he's like cursed. Oh. Or he, he feels he's cursed. I thought at some point they talked about him taking out an entire like six people on a Zeke team or whatever. Anyway. I... I yeah maybe that's why this show like is he so blames short. himself for his team dying maybe that's why you thought that i don't know whatever um well when they first talked about it it did sound like they were saying it like oh he's bad news for the team but then mm-hmm. someone i think karen is like oh you killed all those people right anyway um so he goes out there and uh in his ball he like wraps a bunch of shit around this one zeke robot uh let's which lets sanders go back to the ship and then the kid is lost. Does he defeat? Does he shoot and kill the the Zeke that he traps with the cable? Isn't that the is lady? Yeah, Zeke? it's the lady. Oh, that's the one? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We watched it last night. That was a long time ago. Yeah, the boy <laughs> fights uh, Zeke's in robots, and he, it's, he's like, oh, it's a woman. And then he chases... It's Aina Sahalin. Sahal. Sahalin. He, Aina. Aina? Aina. 
Aina. And he chases after her and they shoot at each other. So they both have guns. They're shooting. They're shooting. She runs out of bullets. He approaches her and she's like... Yeah, and they're out of their suits now. They, they've been out of their robot suits. The, they're yeah, chasing they're, each other in wrecked shit. Yeah, and so... And she runs out of bullets. He approaches her and she's like, kill me. I will not be a prisoner. And he's like, no, actually, I want to heal you. <laughs> you have a wound on your arm and like, I want to be helpful because I'm a nice guy. And also, uh, I think they are both going to die if they don't do something. If they don't like work together. Yeah, if they don't but work. Part of me wonders if yeah. he would have been as willing to do that if it wasn't a beautiful lady. Yeah. 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 Well. He's like, I'm a nice guy. And she's like, He's a nice guy. Wow. So dreamy. And she gives him her special clock. Yes, her little stopwatch thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I, fancy, too. I thought they were going to have sex in this episode. Yeah. Watching them, I was like, uh... Because at one point, they look at each other like they're thinking of something. They look at each other, and then they cut to a different shot. And I was <laughs> yeah. like, like no, no, no. putting it's like, on it, No, no, no. It's like, it's like they're looking at each other, and it seems like they're they're into each other or something, right? Like, And then it cuts to like space, and there's like sexy music playing. That's right. Yeah, the music like, is it's kind of porny, because it's yeah. like 80s, 90s sounding. Yeah. They're like, okay, so they're... But they're not. Then it cuts back to them, and they're like preoccupied doing something else. Um, yeah, real letdown. Also... Uh, <laughs> The, the like third line sub uh, subtitled in this show has a homophobic slur in it. Miles, did you catch that? I may They're have. like, come on, eighth team. You don't want to let those blank in the seventh team beat you. And it's I was like, oh, I, think I remember seeing that. Yeah, you know the one. I was like, uh, okay, is that just like actually kind of what they said? Or is that just the subtitler trying to be edgy? It was weird. Caught me off guard. Um... Also, uh, like other Hulu shows, the subtitles are spaced awfully. So uh, get ready for that. A lot of words they just ram together, <laughs> which uh, I noticed on episode three made uh, at one point the subtitles say shitting. It was supposed to be uh, hands hitting or something like that. So, you know, look for that. Um, look for shitting. I like the music in general. I love they have like when they're like there's kind of mysterious music looking around in the space wreckage. It has this fretless bass sound that like boom, 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 boom. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Boom, no. Boom, boom. Fine. I didn't clock that one. Sorry. <sighs> Listeners, listen to Jaco Pastorius and then say, wow, Mark, you were right. No matter how you feel. Um, right. Um, let's see here. But they work together and they get themselves rescued. The end. Yes, they work together. And then, yeah, she's getting rescued by her fancy ass aristocratic team. Uh, cause at some point he's like, I'm going to go down there and fuck shit up. He's pointing, he's looking at earth and she's like, Oh, why do you want to do that? You know, kind of remembering that they're supposed to be killing each other. They're supposed to be at war. Mm-hmm. She gets rescued yeah. by her fancy team, accidentally leaves her clock with Shiro. Mm-hmm. So he has a keepsake that he's supposed to return to her cause he took it cause he didn't have a watch or whatever. Didn't his watch was broken. And, and she tells her guys not to shoot him. Right, right. She's like, oh, I guess in reference to his robot, she says it probably couldn't attack even if it wanted to. Yeah. Um, which, all right, nice save. Um, yeah, so I was kind of hoping the show would be more about them, but then it kind of goes into this kid is suddenly, um, you know, in charge of something. And they sh- the eighth MS team, the titular eighth He's MS team. He's in charge of the MS team, which is, the, I guess, the eighth mobile suit team. That's if right. If I had to guess. Not multiple sclerosis. 
That's right. That they wouldn't have eight of those teams. We can assume. Um, yeah. So then it goes to them being on the ground in on Earth. They're in some jungle. We don't know which where this is, and they're there to assault some Zeon or Zeke base, or they have they have yeah. taken over some human independent civilian uh, uh, encampment. They're all human. Yeah, yeah, civilian, I guess I should say, earth-bound civilian, you know, not Gundam, not Xeon people. They've taken over the I guess the it's supposed to feel like Vietnam, it, like the combat and the setting. Yeah, because it's all gorilla-based, mm. um, or they talk about gorillas a bunch. Um, yeah. And it has a bit of a retro feel, despite it technically being way in the future or another dimension. I don't fucking know. Um, yeah. The only thing I don't get about this whole universe is like why would mobile suits exist <laughs> when you have <laughs> because like, you're tanks at, and planes and stuff yeah Cause, true because you're at an intersection and the cars are going by and you need to get past them okay you know you got but because if you're gonna fight you should fight with robots yeah mm, okay did you think of that with robot suits so the zeeks have their green guys with red eyes and green robots our guys have these like very i feel like they're a little bit too ornate for like regular combat yeah they have really nice helmets Uh uh-huh they have like crests on their heads um i don't know why they have to look like that they don't look as gritty as like the show is meant to be yeah i looked at them for a minute and i thought like i'm looking at a transformer um just because it was that colorful. Whereas, yeah, the bad guys, of course, they have suits that you don't feel as bad about them getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. Not as personalized and interesting. Um, I mean, the, the the white ones aren't personalized either. What I like about this that's different from Wing is that it's like not such a big freaking deal about the Gundams. Like, they're just tools of war like anything else. Ah. You know, like in Gundam Wing, they all have like their, like, their own special Gundams. Like, one is like a a grim reaper looking one and one is like a dragon looking one. Oh, uh, that's These corny. Are just the same. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, yeah, me neither, Mark. Yeah. This seems like it's gonna be more about the people, but it is still very much like a war military anime. And so if you're not into seeing like, well, this squad wants to go for, you know, a head on attack, but they should have someone do a flank and someone's like, but I'll do it. I know the terrain. If you're not into military stuff like that, like Jackie isn't, then this might not work for you. Yeah. Um, but uh, it looks really good doing it. They're on the ground and they're going to attack some base thing. And this kid is now like in charge. And yet his like right hand operator, his right hand uh, co-commander. I forget what her title is. I, I'm not good with war titles, military titles. I don't know. Her Karen, name's Karen. Karen Joshua. Karen Joshua. Weird ass name. She looks cool. She looks cool. She seems like 20 years older than this kid, but is still like listening to him. That just means she's a good soldier. But I would be like, what the fuck is this? Why am I going to listen to this well, little pipsqueak? Yeah. Because he kind of sucks at piloting the Gundam at first. I guess because like they, they make it seem like he's not used to working in gravity. And doesn't he's he... He's more used to piloting in space. Uh, he gets lost or captured or almost captured like every episode. That, like of the first three episodes, like it's... he Like the first episode, I, I, he's lost. The second episode, he's lost. The third episode, he's captured. This is true. So he sucks. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, if you think about it that way, yes. But things always turn he's out keeping, okay. He's keeping a good woman down. Who is the boss? Like it's, it's another case of an underqualified man getting promoted above a qualified For woman. Real? Am I right, Jackie? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would... Karen or Sanders could probably do... Like, yeah. I don't know. Who Who is above this kid? There has to be somebody, a rank above him that can be like, okay, kid, you're you're out. <laughs> you're out. We're tagging someone else in. They you just, can't they, be the, you can't be the com- commander, commander if you're never here because you keep getting lost or captured. Yeah, he does shit that like a commander commander shouldn't do and by that i mean he goes off alone to do things which is mm-hmm. t- you're supposed to command people but and he, he reacts emotionally to karen going like wow you suck at piloting this thing yeah he, he could be a so, little bit like, more that's reserved why he goes off on his own it's like it's an immature decision baby yeah so he first just goes off to i don't remember how he gets separated in the jungle but he goes off by himself and he sees a naked girl swimming and is just like wow she's pretty mm-hmm. uh we don't know how old she is it's weird whatever um it's anime what are you gonna do she's close to his age she's a young young woman sure um he's young too and he leaves and then uh he goes what are we gonna see his dick yeah yeah break out that dick shiro (laughs) yeah let's see that dick all right are there what are what are the animes where you see that dick you know you see it in jojo you do (laughs) you see like baby polnareff's dick you see baby dicks (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's not that doesn't count I'm trying to think what other i think you see a few different little baby you don't see too many men's yeah you don't see a lot of penises in anime no it's just yeah. titties yeah you see butts you see butts i think you see men's butts yeah but you, you see butts pretty much anywhere you can go down to the boulevard right now and <laughs> see some butts just like, your, your local JoJo's, boulevard jojo's had a lot of butts mu- muscular butts yeah muscle butt yeah what are we talking about? Yeah. So then he goes back to the team and they're like thinking about how to how to attack. And they're like, oh, man, but there's these pillboxes up there that are shooting shit at us. And he's like, oh, I know a shortcut. I was just there. Don't ask why. He was just fucking stumbling around there looking at girls' boobs. Uh, and then he goes around there by himself and he gets uh, captured by these gr- independent gorillas that are like, why were you looking at our girl? What's her name? Kiki? Her name is Kiki Rosita. Kiki Rosita, why are you looking at her tetas? What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> um, and they also are very stupid because he's like, I'm from the Federation. They're like, we don't like the feds. And he's like, yes, but I'm attacking the guys that have your land. And they're like, fuck you. We're just going to bully you and steal your shit. And then he basically just grovels enough. And, and he's like, you can have whatever we find. You can have whatever we have. Just, I need to get out there. And he, so he's like supposed to be the captain of this team. And yet, he's meanwhile just captured it being like please please oh i fucked up so bad and his team has no idea which is the smart decision right you don't want to tell everyone that this happened so at least he did that right no one saw him with his pants down um (laughs) kiki feels bad for him i think because he tells her she's pretty because she's like why were you looking at why were Mm -hmm. you looking at my boobies and he's like because you're pretty and she's like oh he's like oh she is so you know when they're bullying him or whatever she's like well you know we could use you know, it would be good if we'd end up being free from the Zeon Empire. And her dad, who looks like uh, Sagat from Street Fighter, mm-hmm. is like, uh, all right, fine, fuck it. And he lets him go. But she's like, well, I'm going to go in the pilot. I'm going to go in the robot with him just to make sure whatever, whatever. Um, and so then he goes. And even though he's late and the rest of the team was ready to pull out because they didn't have the pillboxes taken care of the way he said he would, he manages to get in there late into the game. He takes care of the pillboxes and saves the day and they 
uh, they win. They're successful. So yes, to Jackie's point, first in the first episode, he goes off on his own on this stupid little robot, gets lost, and needs help from the enemy, mm-hmm. uh, whom he also helps. He's a good guy. He's a good, you know, moral character. The next episode, he goes off on his own. I don't know why. I think he like volunteers to go first and then gets lost like a dickhead and is then like, I know where to go. And then he's captured. Um, but things turn out fine. And they're like, you did pretty good. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> and that, again, is the leadership quality you want is when someone says that you are smart and did good. You go, yeah. I haven't seen him lead anything, though. Not really. Right. He I think he gives up, some instructions in this even, battle. He didn't even come up with the plan. I think Karen was coming up with the, the last plan where he ended up getting uh, captured. Maybe. I don't know. I was nodding off. So, yeah. you know, uh, stuff. Um, I think Shiro might have come up with the plan. And he volunteered for the most dangerous part. I guess that's leadership. That's not necessarily leadership, though. I mean, that's leading by example, I guess. But you're supposed to be like, I think you're supposed to be the, the strategist, right? True. I mean... It's it's something a leader might do if they had to, you know, if it was like, you're going to leave one of your men behind. It was like, God damn it, I'm the leader and you do it. But you don't start out by being like, all right, you guys boss each other around. I'm going to go do a thing. Also, his pep talk that he gives like to the team before they get going on the jungle is he's just like, nobody should die. If you think you're going to die, just get out of there. Because if you do something really good, but then you die, it didn't matter. And I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think that if you do the right thing and if you sacrifice yourself or you happen to get killed, uh, you're still a good soldier. <laughs> I think you did the right yeah. thing. And I don't look, I, I don't think people should just throw their bodies at something willy nilly. You know, I think you should rein it in a little bit, but I also don't think it's a good soldier way to think to just be like, whatever you do, don't get hurt. Don't die. Like how dedicated a team is that going to be? You know? So that didn't do it for you? No. I mean, he said it right. He wasn't like stumbling and being like, oh, no, and then blushing and peeing his pants or whatever. But it was still just like, I don't know. I wouldn't expect that from a leader. I would expect a leader to be like, and if you die, we know that you, you know, gave everything for the planet that you love. And we hope you would do that for each other. And listen, you might die. You know, (laughs) something like that. Obviously, you can tell I'd be an amazing leader. I'm just like, you could die at home, really, in your sleep. So why not do it out here on the battlefield? Mark, you're the leader of our podcast. That's true. And before every recording, I talk about death uh, in detail. I'm try- I, I don't want to die on this podcast. Well, I'm not going to stop pointing a gun at you through the webcam <laughs> of the laptop here. You're going to just have to get comfortable. Right. At one point the Shiro character screams like he yells when he's doing something. And I said to myself, what a wonderful world. No, I said, I was <laughs> like, that kind of sounds like link from uh, Zelda. And it is. Oh, uh, from which Zelda breath of the wild. What's up? Which Zelda Ocarina of time. And then I think some of the later ones as well. Oh. Um, I lost my place on the other guys here, but, um, there's a lot of Jojo overlap in this show. I guess it's just in the sweet spot. But uh, Elidor, the blonde guy who's like, writing I don't to know, his he's got a bunch of porn time? in the tank. What'd you say, Miles? Is he, he the guy writing to his girlfriend all the time? No, he's the long haired rock guy. Right. Yeah. The guy writing to his girlfriend, by the way, is named Michelle or Michael. Hmm. Um, but yeah, the rock guy with the headband, he's the voice of ACDC. And it's 
surprisingly not as raspy a voice as the ACDC character, which I think is interesting. Um, that guy, which one's that guy? Yeah, so that's Keiji Fujiwara. Um, we also got, ooh, it's going to be fun to edit this. Uh, Sanders is Captain Tennille, the brief uh, boat guy oh. in Stardust Crusaders. Um, we also have the voice of um, Darby, Darby the Gambler from JoJo plays uh eh, this character Zabi. I don't even know if we see him. He's just one of the fancy fucking Zeon assholes in their military regalia. Um, the voice of Vanilla Ice in the 2014 Jojo show uh, is the voice actor for um, I his name is Guineas, I guess. He's the the brother of Aina, I guess. He's like the space prince who needs to take his medicine. Mm. We don't know what it's for. But he's probably the fanciest lad. Yeah. He seems like a really fancy lad. Yeah. There's a few other minor overlaps, I think, as well, but those are the big ones. That seems like a lot of overlap. Yeah. It's pretty good. You can tell, you know, for JoJo, some of these, you know, characters in the first four arcs, you know, they wanted to get really experienced, strong voice actors, and that's why we're seeing them pop up in all these uh, shows from the 90s and the aughts. They had proven themselves. Also, that drunk guy with the white mustache, he looks like Dr. Light from Mega Man. Mm. Or Dr. Wily, maybe, actually. I think Dr. Light is more more of a Zoftig character, if you will. Yeah, he has a... You're thinking of Dr. Wily. Dr. Light has a more Santa-ish beard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he looks like an alcoholic Dr. Wily. Um, and Dr. Wily who... doesn't look sober, Hmm. That's why he's so wily. <laughs> no one wants to talk about the fact that he is a drunk who makes robots out of any concept. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this show is cool. It looks really pretty. It doesn't like, I don't know, nothing about it grabs me and makes me think like this is remarkable and I, worth continuing i would like to hear more about the politics <laughs> between the two factions or more romance too i think i'd like you and i probably would both like to see what happens i still want to know what they're fighting for like i i need to know what they're fighting for what the hell are we fighting for yeah, yeah. um <laughs> i'm guessing that you would get more of the politics stuff from like the original gundam series like they probably I, explain more of that I think a part of me is also mad that this kid is ranked above everyone else and I don't know what his qualifi- qualifications are or anything. Like, it, it kind of just pisses me off. I'm telling you, I like rewriting the show as the fake it till you make it, Captain. Oh, but I hate it. That he is just like a dumbass who's just like, <laughs> uh, yep, it's totally just, meant to land on my feet, just like just, I did. It just reminds me of like inequalities in real life or like incompetent leaders in real life. Oh, yeah. That piss me off. They're everywhere. Yeah, but like in real life, those incompetent leaders, they're not like actually doing a good thing behind the scenes. You right. Know? Like they might be stupid, but they're often also like not nice or helpful. Whereas this kid, like he's trying no, his best. They're also sometimes uh, nice, but shouldn't like in way over their head. Yeah. It is sort of irresponsible when he's not there to take care of the pillboxes and they're all just like, fuck this, we should pull back. And it's yeah. like, yeah, in real life, some of those people may have died. 
Yeah. If he was just busy getting a noogie from the people who are <laughs> the gorillas that live in the jungle. Just like, oh, please. Oh, I shit on myself. Let me help my team. <laughs> and they're just getting slaughtered. Um, uh, maybe he's a prodigy and maybe maybe we learn this later on in the show. What if he's just someone's grandkid? <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I think it is. <laughs> Jaggy will throw, throw a fucking he remote just, through the TV. Somebody was just like, oh, you remind me of me when I was when I was uh, young. And that's all yeah. that's all you need. <laughs> that's all it takes. <laughs> it's all about um, who you know in Gundam verse and in real verse. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I give this show Gone Out of Damn. Uh-huh. Pretty good. You know? If I had to, if I really had to give a solid rating, that's where I would put it. Miles, uh, let me put it to you this way. Let me ask you this. Yep. How many numbers out of 10 would you say this show is above Gundam Wing? Oh, it's way, way better than Gundam Wing. Like if, would you say Gundam Wing is four out of 10 and this is seven or what, what would you say? To me, Gundam Wing is like, is one out of 10 because I only watched one episode and I hated it. Wait, so if you watch 10 episodes, it'd be 10 out of 10? No. So it, it would be less than one out of 10, I guess, because there's more than 10 episodes. How do you think, wait, first, anybody listening now that has liked Gundam Wing is like, Miles, you think that show sucks because you watched one episode? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. What you <laughs> described made me not want to watch the show. But... I watched one episode and it was a, it was bad. Mm. Yeah, usually the pilot is like really good and then the show is a boring slog. All right, I watched one episode and I would give that one episode a one out of 10. Yeah, that's not good. First episode here though, you'd give it... The first episode, I didn't love the first episode, but I was more interested in it because I found the characters more likable. Yeah. And I was I wanted to learn more about the Gundam universe in general. And I think I'm like seven episodes in and I will finish it. Oh, you know, there's a movie too. Oh, man. For this one? Uh, Yeah, for the eighth team. I may um, not watch the movie. So far, I would give the series like a six out of ten. Maybe a okay. seven. Yeah, I forget. They call it a compilation movie, but I don't know what the fuck that means. It means oh, okay, the I'm movie, not going to watch mi- it. <laughs> the movie mixes footage from the first eight episodes along with new footage. It introduces... The titular character, Alice Miller, because it's called the 8th MS Team Miller's Report. Forget about Alice it. Alice is an Earth Federation investigator assigned together. Ooh, okay. I won't I won't finish that sentence. It's a little bit of a spoily. Thank you. Um, and it connects uh, episodes 8 and 9. So, Miles, it seems like there's going to be a shift in the last uh, third of the show or something. You're going to hit something interesting soon. Okay. Tell us all about it. All right, I will. I think this maybe between episodes eight and nine is when everyone figures out that Shiro is just an idiot failing upward in the in the uh, Gundam military, and everyone exposes him for the fraud that he is. Right. Uh, but he knows how to woo a lady. He sure he does. Knows how to do it? Maybe that's what it is. Anyway, uh, any final thoughts? Um, I'll let before you know I fire how the this rest gun. Of the series goes, and if there's a better Gundam that I should be watching. Don't tell me. <laughs> Damn. You know what, though? Before you go, and now that just that just made me interested to look up because there are so many. The bust, bust, the best Gundam series. I've definitely I'm not read clicking all on of this. those because I was trying to figure out which Gundam to uh, watch. Well, CBR.com, unfortunately, has a uh, the 15 best Gundam anime article Great. from earlier this year, which 
I'm sorry, no matter how good a meta series is, there's no 15 best of something that has like 20. You, you can't do that. Just be like, we ranked all of them. What about, or here's um, the top five. What about 30? You mean the top 30 of the 20? No, the top 15 of the 30. Uh, no, just do 10 or less, something like that. Um, according to CBR, they think, uh, they say 8th MS team is the 4th best, followed by Mobile Suit Gundam, like the original, then Mobile Suit Gundam 00, or Double Lot, and their number one pick for best Gundam is Mobile Suit Zeta Gundam, which was like, I think, the sequel. Um, looks very 80s. Ugh. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. If you have thoughts on giant robots or if you've had a boss that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and gets lost and captured, you can follow us on Twitter at JJBPod and don't say anything to us. You just follow us. You can also write your thoughts to JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com and, of course, think about supporting us on Patreon for just a few dollars a month. Patreon.com slash JJBPod. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great... It's not Thanksgiving yet, right? Almost. It's almost. Listen, happy Thanksgiving. It'll be the day after this episode, maybe. Happy anyway, November. Yep. Be safe. Don't get sick. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. Oh. Yay. Us or the listeners? I gotta go. Oh. <laughs>